Alright, everybody, welcome back to the I'm Just Saying Bro podcast where we have already done an uncensored episode, so don't ask us for it again. Um, we did it last week, and uh, that was it. We gave the people what they wanted one time. So now we're back. Um, since we've been gone, Deshaun Watson, 11 games. $5 million fine, the biggest fine yeah. in NFL history. In any sport, really, is that is that the biggest fine in any sport? I don't think I've ever seen five mil before. Five like, even when people million. get hit for like tampering, like it's like maybe five hundred thousand, maybe maybe a million at the most. Yeah, five million. I think the only reason they did that too is because he played. Even he got paid all last year. I yeah. think if he hadn't got paid or if he had played or something like that, because I mean he got pretty much got free money last year. Yeah, sure. He did, and um, that's making me think about what they go do to Houston. Because mm-hmm. if I know they go put some stuff on Houston, they got yeah, to. I don't know. Yeah, and I hate that for Lovey Smith. Um, I hate it for Lovey too, but they should get him. They get him ten minutes. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, if you're going to fault, you know, Deshaun uh, for doing what he was doing, if the Houston Texans were participating, and even, like, knew what was going on, if I read somewhere that was even, like, recommending girls or, like, doing stuff or whatever, like, I think if they was a part of it, man, go on, hit them big. They put him in the hotel to have the stuff done. So, I mean, you get that man fired. I mean, that's a organization. Like, man, hit them heavy. Hit them man. with 20. Right. And and, at least and four years of draft picks. Yikes! Four first round draft picks. Ain't that messed up for love, you know? <laughs> it's messed. It's like, bruh, he. If I was him, man, I'd resign. I'd be like, you know what? I don't want this mess. I'll just wait for another coaching job. See, I don't even know if he can resign because he might not get another. Oh, he'll get another one. I, I, I mean. Given the circumstance, I just feel like because he's black, man, I just feel like it'd be hard. Like, yeah, I, I, I feel like it'd be hard too, Greg. I agree. I'm going I'm to I'm say this. I didn't nobody think he would be back in the NFL in this capacity right now. Who like Did y'all ever see him being the Houston Texans coach before he got the job? No, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, to be, to be honest, I forgot about Love You a little bit. Exactly. He's going to find another job because people, I mean, Lovey Smith, is is a good guy, and they usually if you are, if you are a good guy, if just look at the landscape of the NFL, the landscape of the NFL, good guys are few and far between. I mean, look at what look at the stuff with John Gruden, he was a, a fire show, and uh, it's just a lot of people in the NFL that are just terrible people. And well, what about Flores then? Brian, well, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a, he he is, and you and you. And you see that they did some stuff to Miami. I think they fined them how much? I forgot how much they fined. They suspended the owner, Stephen Ross. Um, was it for the season? I can't remember how long they suspended him or in the fine that they gave him. So they found some culpability there. 
But I'm saying with that though, the only reason he wasn't finna get another job if Mike Tomlin wouldn't have got him, wasn't nobody finna get that many. He didn't even be in the room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He put him out there. But you gotta think about this too though. When you go against the NFL, and it's bad. I, I, it, it's wrong. It, it's definitely wrong. But when you go against the NFL, that's what happens. Look at Colin Kaepernick. Now, I, I definitely believe that Lovey should get a job, but I just feel like because he's black, I don't think he's going to get the same opportunity that everybody else going to get. I mean, I could be wrong. It's just how I see it. Like, he's going to have to stay. Do y'all think I, don't, I don't know who's going to pick him up. I mean, like I said, I could be wrong, but that's just how I look at it. But, what, but back to Deshaun, what, what do, do you think? Do y'all think he got what he deserved? Who, Deshaun? Yeah. This, this, that's, that's a hard question, man. That's why I asked it. And because I feel like in one way, if you say he got too much, then it's like you saying, forget what all these women have went through, if, they were, if it was anything. Morally, I felt like it wasn't enough. But as far as the games, the amount of games. Um, but as far as the NFL's policy, it wasn't the right thing to do because you have your policy set for six games for sexual misconduct. That's it. The, ma- the maximum was six games. So in this situation, you you uh, go outside of the the policy that you set. And that's why I feel like is is wrong from a policy standpoint. But from a moral standpoint, it ain't enough because like the 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 lady said, the judge said, uh, he lied about he a lot of the stuff that went on. He's lying about it. She didn't find that he was truthful during the during her investigation of everything. Okay. Uh, so how much from a moral standpoint do you think would have been enough, Corey? Uh, I would say a, a full year, a full season. I guess I, I see what you're saying, but but to me, I feel like a letter of the law is a letter of the law. If he if it was sexual misconduct and they say six games, I think it should have been six games. As far as a game standpoint, I, they could have hit his pockets for doing some whatever. Like they had gave him six games to five million, I would have been okay. Yeah, to be honest with you. But I think by the letter of the law, like I just I hate when some is in the bylaws, like, if you do this, this is your punishment, but then all of a sudden, it's kind of like, oh, we gotta make an example out of you, kid. so we gotta give me love, we gotta, like, no, if it's in the law and I did something wrong, like, I think I should be judged a little bit law. But at the, and at the same time, and I agree with that, that's what I'm saying, you know, policy-wise, it was the wrong thing to do as far as giving him 11 games, but morally, it wasn't enough, but I understand from the standpoint of the NFL protecting the shield and how the optics of this, because um, I read somewhere where he comes back week 12 on the game. They play the Texans. Yep. Wow. Do y'all think that was perfect? (laughs) Do y'all think that was organized to be that way though? To be honest, but when it comes to NFL, I ain't putting it past 
Yeah. You know what? 11 games. Yeah, they play them 20. Yeah, let me give me 11. Let them come back to play. And I think that. People are going to watch that game. Everybody going to tune in and try to see what's what. And and the word is that, you know, Deshaun Watson's uh, team negotiated that for it to be 11 games. Like the NFL wanted, Roger Goodell wanted it to be more. He wanted it to be more than 11 games. I heard like he wanted like 13 games. Well, he really wanted the full season. But uh, they was like, no, we can't do They, You know, it is crazy. You get to negotiate your own sentence. What if that was like for real in the criminal court? Like where <laughs> you are convicted for murder and the judge is like, all right, how many years do you think you should serve? This whole thing, like this one of them situations, this whole thing is so weird that nobody knows how to really maneuver through this. So no matter whatever they do, is it going to be not enough or too much? Like it's just because there's no way of, I don't know, it, it's it's a tough situation. But like I said, For I me, think, it all went left when the NFL went against the judge. Because they, they should have never asked her to do that. They, they should have just made their whole they whole going to do it again. Because they exactly. wanted the judge to be the one to give the 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 punishment that they thought he should they thought the judge was going to give him a year. They really thought that the judge was going to give him a full season. Well, suspension. they thought wrong. They thought wrong. And this but, is why I say it. the judge went by the letter of the law and said, "Well, this is what's in your bylaws. This is what it should be." And th- and that's what and that's what a judge does when with a criminal case or with a civil case. They are going to go by what the letter of the law is and what she did. She was like, your policy does not give me the precedent to give him more than six games. I'm going by, I'm, and she was, and she made a plan. She was like, I'm not going to set the precedent. I'm not doing it. That's not what, that's not what I'm here for. This, I'm, your thing. You do. this is, your, <laughs> this is what this, this is the six games is what you all did. And see, that's why, It's the the policy is definitely when the when the next CBA hits. I don't know when the next CBA negotiation is, um, but it's definitely gonna change. They are going to change that policy to where the games will be determined upon severity of the case instead of it being like a, a set number of games. They they do it, this, and that's how it should have been. It should have been like that in the first place. If you, if Roger Goodell, which a lot of people in, you know, a lot of NFL analysts, analysts that talk about this stuff, uh, you know, they say that Roger Goodell wants to be the judge during the executioner and stuff like that. If that's the role that you want to have, then your punishments need to be determined by severity, by severity, by frequency and, and, and all of that. Are you a repeat offender of this? Are, are you repeatedly uh, taking uh, PEDs? Are you repeatedly getting drunk and going to jail? Are you repeatedly causing domestic violence? Are you repeatedly causing sexual misconduct? And you know, for you know, so on and so forth. It, you know, just have that. Just do it that way. But uh, everything is reactionary, not proactive. You know, everything is reactive, not proactive. And I got a question for you with that when you were talking about morally. If was it a good job, I guess, morally for him to be going through this 
and the Browns was able to offer him the amount of money they did. Like they knew he was going through all this, and he still get a big payday. They, they getting punished too because they are losing time with him. They so say who, who the back of is it a couple percent gonna be the number one now? Yeah, right for so right. So what they go nine. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Brisket. Jacoby Brisket. I'm, really? I'm just saying, like, what if they end up doing well while he's gone? Like, do they really lose anything? Like I said, if, if it's something like, you know, like with Ray Rice. Now, when you saw that video, of course, it's like, man, we can't offer this man no money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't do it. But with these, with, with what's going on with this, I know y'all probably saw the signs with the man and the little boy. Right. And it said. Uh, yeah, I saw it. You ain't got to say it. Okay. It's not. We not uncensored this week. <laughs> you missed the last. Like week. we talking about all this, like, bro, they they gave us, man. I'm talking about guaranteed money. Like, ain't he, ain't he like the high, what, second highest paid quarterback now, right behind Mahomes, or is he number one? He's number one. Well, I can't remember. What you can pay more than Mahomes? Well, you know, Mahomes' think, deal is is yeah. more based off of time than amount per yeah. year, because his contract is ten years. I think, I think the uh, the same. Like number four, I think. Yeah, Dak. Yeah, I looked it up right quick. That man. Well, but but they, I I just don't see Jacoby (laughs) Brissett. Jacoby Brissett has had many opportunities at starting, and none of them have been. If they win seven of them eleven games, would you say Maurice? If they win seven of those eleven games, that would not be failure. They are not going to win seven. What do you think, Greg? I I gotta look at their schedule to see who they got. I, I mean, I know Cleveland has a great defense. I, I feel like if if Brisket can just be a decent game manager, I don't see why. Depending on what their schedule, they can probably make this a positive situation. They might not lose that much. And Aaron Rodgers is the highest paid uh, quarterback. Yeah, he, yeah, I figured it was. It's Aaron Rodgers. Then I forgot that Kyler Murray signed his then Deshaun. All right. So the Browns play. All right. So they they open up the season with the Panthers at at Carolina. Uh, I don't know, man. Baker might be out to prove something. He fine. Baker well, they got their offensive line is terrible. Uh, what'd you say, Greg, by Baker? <laughs> Baker ain't what they thought he was. Nah, he's definitely Christian McCaffrey might be able to save him. He might. Then they play the Jets. That That's a win. Yeah, uh, that's two. Steelers, I'm my Jets, uh, my Jets out there, man. They play the Steelers week three. I don't see them beating the Steelers. And, and, that's, think, and they play. That's a division game. Yep. And, and that's a home game for the Browns. They play the Falcons. Falcons could probably pull it off. I say the Browns. They play the Chargers. They they not beating the Chargers. They not beating the Chargers. They not beating the Patriots. They not beating the Ravens. They not beating the Bengals. And they not beating the Dolphins or the Bills or the Buccaneers. Okay, they're not going seven. <laughs> no, they definitely not going seven. Hey, I, but that whole Patriots, I don't know. I, I ain't got faith in the Patriots this year, man. They got they, a lot of stuff going on. They def- their defense is always good. Man, Bill Belichick, I think let's let's think about this. Bill Belichick won a game last year without throwing the ball. 
Let's think about that, people. He won an NFL football game. Who did they play when they when they, they, they didn't pass the ball? Man, I can't even remember. Because the because the the Browns got a defense. Let's see. I just don't think that's gonna happen. But you're right; they ain't going. They ain't going seven and three or whatever that is. That's a that's a tough schedule. Yep, optimism gone. Yeah, that's that's a wrap. Now I do see them. I see they, I think they could possibly beat the Patriots. I'm that was the Bills there. that they did oh. like that. Well, Jesus Christ, must be raining or something. Something had to happen. <laughs> I think it that's was. Crazy. I think it was something dealing with with. It was either raining or snowing. Because yeah, it was a Monday night game. I knew it was somebody somebody good. By the third quarter, they ain't threw the ball yet. You had the game plan for that. What the coach is that, man? Look, bro. we just going to stack the box, bro. They, yeah, <laughs> they, they are not winning seven games with Jacoby Brissett. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I it, it is what it is. They might win three because first is the Panthers, then the Jets. And uh, who else did I say? The fa- so they so they are gonna be a favorite to beat the Panthers, the Jets, and the Falcons. That's it. <clears throat> the only way they beat the Buccaneers is if that entire football team dies the day before the game. Yeah, the Bucks ain't no joke, man. Until they play us. Bro, the books have the high. Don't they have the highest Madden rating? I tell you one thing. I played on them the other day, and them jokers uh, <laughs> they were like fifteen and two when I went to my first season the other day. Hey, they legit, man. I just don't think they're gonna get past us. Well, I don't know because uh, can't go out. Mike is out again. Mm. I said this man right here. He get on my nerves. Next story. Um, saw this on Facebook. So Idris Elba, you know the movie he got coming out, uh, Beast. His daughter. Yeah, it's already out. Yeah, already out. His daughter auditioned for the part of one of the daughters in the movie. Right. Uh, and I guess he didn't really go to bat for her or something like that. And she and it says that she didn't speak to him for like three weeks because she felt like he could have pulled some strings and, and got her in the movie. Right. Uh, so this brought up uh, something by a, a guy that we know, uh, Jason Planner, who said black people really don't use nepotism and it holds us back. What are y'all thoughts on that? I'll let Greg answer. I can't sit here and say just because. You my daughter, I gotta go to bed for you. Like I feel like at the end of the day you gotta do something for yourself because I mean at the end of the day is like didn't at, didn't she get the part? No. Oh, okay. Like if you look at okay, Strata come. You know, even playing I I excuse him he didn't go like he made his sister had to go to acting class and do all that he had to earn this spot. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like if you got a certain talent. Now I can I can do what I got so far, but what if he have no faith in his daughter, like in that role of doing something? Like I just can't see him and say you just got to go to bed because it's your. Child. I don't think he really had no faith in his daughter. I thought I saw some some article where he said that. I'm not sure though. And so, one thing about it, like we don't sit here and look at James Washington. And then his name, 
Who? Who was this other son name? I have no idea. Oh, to my uh, J- John David. John David. I said James Washington. I'm like, who is James John Washington? David? We don't sit there and look at John David. And be like, well, he only got that because his dad. Like, dude can really act. Well, like, we don't look at some of these people and say like, well, they only got that because they dad. And 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 John David made it a point to not let people know that Denzel Washington was his dad. He said he didn't want to get movies just based off his dad, and he wanted to. Get stuff based off of you know what he could actually do. Well, it just Elwood is completely opposite. <laughs> but and I think that, that affects him though. Like you don't want to just say, man, that, because she's my daughter, she got that role, she trash. Well, let me let's let's just well let's get rid of Idris Elba and his daughter. Let's just talk about black people. No, I'm, I'm because the statement was. By Jason, he wasn't talking about um, Idris and his daughter. He's talking, Who was about, he talking about black then? people in general. But did he say that as a result of what happened between his no? Daughter, this or is he just this is a, this, to say that this is day? this is the exact quote: "Black people really don't use nepotism, and it holds us back." So when did he make that statement? Uh, it was four days ago. So what he's talking about is if if we are in a position to get our children in the door for, you know, whatever you're doing, let's say, for instance, Greg, you you have a child and you are like uh, you become the director of the Army Corps Engineers. Or you become the the chief of the Army Corps Engineers, and your son graduates school uh, with his engineering degree, his or her engineering degree, and they want to be an engineer. Will you get them in the door at the Army Corps Engineers? I get them in the door in some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, right. Like, that's what. Not not nowhere high. That's what. That, that's what. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. It, it, he he. It, he brought he used the the uh the story about Idris Elba and his daughter as an example but he did not mention it he's talking about black people in general like because you, let's let's be real we see this in every industry where you know white people are in power and you be wondering how in the hell his son get this job he ain't qualified I've been here longer. Why I didn't get it? That's that's what he's talking about. And I look at it like this, like, and I, I'm, I'm gonna go back and make reference to the Idris thing. Yeah. Now it's one thing if his daughter trying to be a star of the movie. Now he could have got her a job somewhere behind the scenes doing whatever kind of get her the daughter kind of let her way work that way. Like I don't know if he tried to be like, well, I can get you in, but I may not be able to get you on the screen. She's like, nah, you should be put me on TV. Like I said, if he doesn't feel that she's capable, why? what parent would put that child in a situation where they're going to fail? That's why you asked me, like, if I had a son and I knew he wasn't capable, yeah, I would get him in the door, but it's not going to be in a situation where it's so yeah. much on the way. It's like this, that, or whatever. So, I mean, he could have, now, if he said he wanted to let her serve coffee and donuts on set, like, I'm kind of like, okay, but dang, it's just like, we you know what you're doing. Well, yeah, let, let's say that, you know, okay, so you are. You know, just the the example that I use as far as the white people, you know, where you're trying to get a job and you see 
so-and-so's son get the job over you when you know you are more qualified than them. Yeah. That's that's the topic at hand. Like, I get you. The Idris Elba thing and the daughter, that was just an example, but we're yeah. just talking about black people in, in general. We feel like yes. that uh, where we we may some people may feel like well they they got to work for it. I'm sorry, I ain't helping you get nowhere. You got to work for it. And somebody in in the in that uh, in the comments where you know Jason started his little his little thread, uh, somebody that we all know uh, was like you know I'm not gonna give anybody a scholarship based off of their parents' name. If uh, and Maurice may know who I'm talking about. He's like, uh, if if they are good, he was like, if, if they are good, I'm gonna give them a little bit more than they deserve. But if they come up in here suck, they sorry. I'm not giving them nothing. I'm not offering them a scholarship. And I was like, I understand. I totally understand. I don't know what you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. You've you've talked about this person before because you tried to get somebody to come there and they asked you, well, can they sight read? And you was like, what? You you start going off. You know who I'm talking about now? That's different. That ain't no nepotism. No, Mario. How, how's the difference? That one no family no more, man. Huh? You were just saying that to try to get me to recognize who you're talking about. That's what you're saying. Yes. Oh, okay. Carry on. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And it's just it's so many situations because, like, when you use me as an example, when you talking about somebody got the job over me, but I knew it was because they they paying right. And I feel like I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm stupid and naive to a certain degree. But I feel like. Cause I know people who got jobs because of somebody else, and they suck at their job. Oh my God, they trash. You know what I'm saying? Now they got the opportunity, they getting the money, doing whatever, but right. people hate them. You know what I'm saying? So I think it goes twofold. You know what I'm saying? But I, I do understand, you know, the statement. But I feel like if there's just a strategy to doing it, I can't say it holds us back because some people feel like, well, because I am your son, you should do all this for me. Like, so I'm going to do something for you, but I got to do something within reason. Because at the end of the day, like, we got friends. And you probably know that they, they try to get jobs and do stuff. And they come to me. I'm not right. putting you out there because at the end of the day, you're a representation of me. And as soon right. as you start slacking, that comes back on me. And then we both losing at that point. And, and I'm, I'm going to say this. Like. That's tough. That's a good question, though. I don't agree with if, it, though. Idris Elba, and I'm gonna go back to. What the was the question Elba. again? Give me the question. Wait, well, I don't know. It was a question. It's the whole thing about nepotism, you know, as far as yeah. black people being in a position to afford a person an opportunity, and where it seems as if in our community you don't see that happening enough, happening enough to where we are. Let's say, for instance, if. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna use the Greg example. If Greg ever becomes chief of the Army Corps of Engineers, and he has a son or daughter that becomes an engineer that graduates with their engineering degree, and 
their his child asked, well, daddy, go get me a job. And Greg go be like, no, nah, you got to work to get it. And not even just with your kids, but with. I'm going to say this. Black people. In general. As far as putting people on for stuff. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about us. I'm just saying black people in general because we have no amongst the three of us. We don't I don't see that we have a problem with putting somebody on. If we know somebody that can do something for somebody, we go point them in the right direction. You know, and that's been true. Uh, Maurice has pointed people in the direction of Greg is trying to get in his field and Greg will take care of them to the best of his ability. Some of them done bit them in the butt a couple of times. Um, but he, he gonna do it. Uh, and it's, we, the three of us have, have done it, but, uh, in general, black people putting each other on, helping each other out is a challenge. Even, even if it doesn't have anything to do with money, let's say, let's talk about this. This, the podcast is complete. This podcast is completely free. You ain't got to pay no subscription to listen to this podcast. Uh, you ain't got to, you ain't even got to log into anything to listen to this podcast for free. Uh, I have yet to see anybody that we know. I, I haven't, I have not, not, I, I haven't seen anybody that I know that has, reposted whenever I put an ad up for our podcast or uh, if we have a friend that is you know selling clothes or something like have a has a clothing line where we repost that or anything like that or if we have a friend that's starting a catering business we don't repost that something that could be totally free that doesn't really even take time to do to kind of put people on but put more eyes on what they're doing to kind of help them to build their brand build their business or whatever it may be and 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 we all could be at fault for that it's not just with kids it's just you know amongst our peers and and family and stuff like that well let me let me go back and answer the question yeah um, I, I, I know for a fact that, and I'm glad you worded it the way you worded it because you worded it, um, intentionally by saying that it's not everyone in the black community because it's not, um, there are a lot of people in the black community that do, um, that, that do participate in nepotism. Um, but there are. I can say that there's an overwhelming amount of black folks who won't do it. Right. Um, for whatever reason. And and that's not just relative because nepotism is not just relative. It's friends too. Right. If we going off the full definition of nepotism. Right. Exactly. Um, and nepotism is supposed to be, you know, especially in the category of putting somebody on for a job. Do I agree or disagree with, with, with Idris Elba going back to that? Well, I think it's his preference. I think it's, you know, if he felt like he wanted to, her to get it on her own, you know, 
then I don't think people should be mad at him because he did that. Now, his daughter right. was mad at him for three weeks, what he said. Yeah. But they back, you know, she went to the premiere with him. They back together. You know, they all right. Um, She might not have understood that as tough love, but I think on his part, it was more like tough love. Now, have I ever been in the middle of nepotism? Yes, I have. Because, because I have family members that, you know, participate in, in nepotism. And I don't know if you guys do, but I do. I can say firsthand because of my own family, <laughs> because of my own family that we don't, um, that we, we do participate in, in nepotism when it comes to, to kind of help. And, you know, it's, and it's not so much as so much as picking a person over somebody else, but we, but, but using our own individual power and influence to kind of help, kind of help one of our own family members and or friends get in position to get a job, you know, it, it happens. We do it. Now, now that I've said that, now that I'm, I'm finna move away from Neptune just like you did, Corey, and move to the real issue here. The issue is that black folks don't support each other. That's what you was getting on. So let's go and put it out there. Yeah. And, and, and that's mostly, that, that's, that's, that's pretty much 90% of us. Yeah. We that, that, to get somebody to support a black owned business, to get somebody to go, like I've been telling y'all about Bettina Soul Food Kitchen. Y'all went by my cousin's shop. Did y'all go by there and get some of her food yet? Y'all said y'all was gonna do it. You see, but we all can. I'm only bringing that up to say that I think that it's it's somewhere in us, embedded in us as a people. We are, and when I say as a people, I want everybody to know I'm black. As a people, we just really just some in us want to support each other. Now, me because I feel like it's stupid. I try my best to support friends, people around me. If they, if they let me know about it, if they reach out to me, I try to support either either monetarily or I try to go and and show my face something. Simply because I know how I feel if I started something nobody supported. Now, because I give that support, just like the Bible says, whatever you um, sow, that shall you also reap. When I do stuff, people tend to support me. But that's the way I look at it. And that's the reason why I am one person to try. I'm not perfect, but I try my best to support whenever I can. And that goes for family and friends. But I don't understand why we like that. We... Right. We'll tell you that if we see you on the ladder in front of us, we, before we keep, we'll keep we, before we keep going up with you, we only trying to catch up with you, not so we can encourage each other so we both can get to the top. We only trying to catch up with you, being down the ladder from you a little bit, just to get close enough to catch your foot and and, and pull you down. True. And and it's actually sad because nobody can refute it. No black person can even refute this, even. Black people who we consider Uncle Tom's, I'm tell or Uncle to me or Aunt Tamisha's. We don't wear that. We you can't say Tamisha. That that's, that's, black that's so specific. Tamisha is so that's that's very specific. <laughs> Tamisha is very. I'm really trying to trying to wrap been trying to wrap my mind around it. Why we are like this, and it ain't like we all got together in a huddle. And saying, "Hey, let's not support each other." It's 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 almost like 
I don't want to say it's in how we're raised, but I think I got to, I can't put that out of the loop as a reason. You know what? I'm glad you said what you said. I'm glad you said what you said the way you said it too. Because I try to support whenever I can. Sometimes I just don't be thinking about stuff. It's not like I do it on purpose. Like, I throw a name out there, Jason Gibson, clothing line. I go and buy a cloth. I got the hoodies, you know what I'm saying? Do whatever I'm thinking about because I'm seeing them a lot. So I'm like, hey, you know what? Blah, 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 blah. You know, I know you talk about your cousin business. I remember I said I was going to go, but I was on my head to keep at that time, too. Best need to hear more there. But sometimes I just don't think about it like that. But I think it goes back to almost what Jason's statement was. It's the fact of why somebody don't help nobody out. So the way black people look at stuff, like if you had a clothing store, if it's Maurice, a lot of people don't come to Maurice and be like, hey, bro, let me get a shirt for like $5. I know it's 20 but I'll give you 5 for it. Give me, give me a deal because I know you. And as soon as you be like, well, nah, I ain't going to give it to you for 5 You got to pay 20 You got to pay full price. I ain't fooling Maurice stuff no more. Because we feel like you should give us something because we're black. Right. But if I, if I feel that way, you're losing, you know what I'm saying, as far as a business aspect. Because now you're just giving stuff away for the fact of I'm supposed to do this because... We black. I miss you. This person up. Yeah. Right. And that's how people look at it. And people get upset when people don't give them something free. Because you hear people say all the time, man, I ain't finna pay $30 for this shirt, but you go right over here to Polo and pay yep. 60 for theirs. You know what I'm same saying? Way, same way with family. Yeah. Same way with family. So when, when my when my cousin Bettina, who has a very, 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 very good soul food restaurant in Jackson, Mississippi on Gallatin Street, y'all can look her up if y'all there. And if you're eating healthy like Greg, then I'm sure Greg has parents that would like soul food. So you just stop by there, Greg, get your mom and dad, not a lot of soul food, but you can get them a couple of items and take them to their house because, you know, you're too healthy to eat it. But I'm sure they'd love to have some greens or some netballs. When I went in there, because that's my cousin. She was like, oh, I got you. What, what you want? She went to fix the plate, blah, 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 blah. She put, I said, ooh, I want some of that. Don't give me a lot. Just give me a little bit of that. I want some ribs. Give me that. This is, I mean, the food just be good. It smell good in there, everything. And she was like, well, here you go. And I had my money. She was like, oh, don't worry about it. I said, oh, no. Nope. Uh, I put that $20 up there, and I gave it to her, and I said, no. Why did I do that? Well, I did that, too, because, like... Why did I do it? Like, this, this, she didn't... She didn't expect me to pay for it. She was like, oh, this is my family. I'm going to do this. I did it because, number one. She was supporting the business. Whether people say they remember it or not, because some people in families be, be, now my family is good. We love each other. We good. She realized I did it because I wanted to support her. But I'm talking about black folks in general. You going to remember what family member paid and didn't pay. People don't want to exactly. talk about that, though, Corey. Exactly. They be like, well, no, I don't remember stuff like that. We our family. No, you a lie. When we walk around and we actually talk about it, we all going to remember and late at night when you laid up talking to your, your husband, wife, whatever, you be like, well, you, you know, cousin, cousin, uh, cousin BB came in. Well, you know, cousin BB left $20 up there. I told her she didn't have to leave, but she left it in the way. That was so wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Just like we going to remember cousin Nunu coming there three times a week. And I always get this. So it's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, I think that it's, it's it's something that's supposed to be embedded. I can't say I was I was just taught this. I guess because my business sense and my mind, my 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 real need to support came from me 
as a young child, as a teenager, not really having a whole lot of people to come out and support me, Corey. So because I didn't have a lot of people coming out to support me, I decided to change that narrative about my about my life moving forward. And so that's why I support people. That's the reason why I spent years with video cameras coming and videoing y'all at the games and then having enough for my arm was hurting, my feet was hurting, my legs, I was getting tired of going up, up doggone flights and flights and flights of the Memorial Stadium. But all in all, and I think about it, I'm glad I did, even though I was in pain and, and overworking myself and felt like I couldn't breathe a couple times. <laughs> I'm good. And the reason why I'm good because I was doing it because I wanted y'all to have that footage. I wanted y'all to hear yourselves. I wanted y'all to get, you know, get footage from somebody who was going to take all the right stuff at all the right times so that y'all can have a reference to get better. Right. So, but some people don't think like that. A lot of us, and I'm talking about black people, I want that to be known now. I'm talking about black folks. We don't support like that. And, and I don't know, it's like, it's almost like they all put us all in the classroom and told us, Make sure you don't support your own. And 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 it it doesn't have to just be. Let's get it out of our minds that it has to always be about money. It doesn't have to always be about money. It can be about time. It it could be something as easy, like I said earlier. It could be something as easy as reposting something about your business on social media. It right. Can, it can be as easy as that. Um. Because we know everybody ain't got money. We know times is tough for a lot of people right now. So just, you know, word when people are starting a business, word of mouth is key. When you are just getting out there, word of mouth is key. People's putting eyes on your product is key and stuff like that. That's why I'm like, man, when, uh, when I post stuff, and, you, and and I haven't been posting a lot about our podcast because we just don't get the um, we just don't get the traction that I feel like we should. And, and man, I'm say this: my wife. I remember one day, my wife's like, "Yeah, I'd be at work listening to y'all podcast." I was like, "Uh oh." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Greg, oh my god, oh my god!" And, oh my god! <laughs> and uh, and she was like. She was like, y'all are really funny. And I was like, I know. I said, I know we're funny. And I know. And she was like, y'all are really good. Y'all are really funny. Y'all talk about a lot of good stuff. I'm like, I know this for a fact. But we just do not have enough people listening to get us to the point to where I would like for us to get. And I've just been trying to, you know, spend a lot of time figuring out ways to just to get us out there more. Uh because advertising costs a lot. And I'm not going to spend no money on no advertisement. Uh, no paid ads on no social media. That's, that's dumb. I'm not doing it. Uh, but that's why, like, when I see people that I know that have... Greg, just like when um, somebody that we know that used to talk to somebody that we are really close with. And when you was like, hey, man... So-and-so want to know what you did to start the podcast. And I, you know, we had a, I had a conversation with her as far as what, what we did. I'm like, this is what you need to do. Blah, 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 you know, do this, get this, and you'll be good. And, um, you know, and I'll repost some stuff. Uh, you know, if somebody is doing something, somebody trying to get, 
it, when people are trying to get votes, I, I try to repost that. Uh, I'm going to say this. Jonathan Elam, Big John. My wedding was the first thing, the first event that he catered for. Like, as far as, like, a wedding. he My wedding was the first wedding reception that he catered for. And he was like, man, look, I appreciate y'all for, for believing in me. I'm like, man, we didn't have to believe in you. I know what you could do. He was like, but yeah, man, y'all just put me on to, to want to do this, you know, full time. And I was like, hey, man, look, I knew you could do it. I knew you would get it done. I knew all of my folks would like what you do. And they did. My mama still talk about that food from this, from their wedding to this day. I talked to my mama. You did that food, bro. I talked about. I was talking to my mama uh, Sunday, and she was like, "That food at that doggone wedding was so good." I'm like, "What wedding? You talking about y'all wedding?" I'm like, "Ma, that was over ten years ago." <laughs> and Man, you still think about the so food. Hurt. That my they missed was it. So hurt because uh, nah, they were supposed to do. He was supposed to do Lisa uh, wedding. Mm-hmm. But he was. They, she was getting married when he was leaving to go to uh, back to uh, Georgia. Yeah. So in between, cause she made him a menu and did everything. My mom was like, man, that food was so good. But by the time it came to him doing it, he was moving back to uh to Georgia. Yeah, cause I think his dad was sick. Yeah. Man, my mom was so like, ooh, bro, no, he can cook. Man, look, and I'm so proud of what that man doing. He, the he... best chili, homemade chili I ever had in my life, Jonathan Neal Elam. <laughs> you just said this whole government name on this podcast. Y'all, <laughs> I don't know who he was praying to. <laughs> I don't know what kind of seances he had going on. I don't know if he had sage or what, but I'm just going to tell you something. He had to have been connected to some higher power to get that boy to make that dog go chill. Y'all, that chili was so good, y'all. It was perfect and seasoned. It had just the right everything. I had never seen nobody take it out the heat from scratch, man. Ground beef and all. All his season. Then he, then he made some cornbread. Lord have mercy. You ain't from the South. You don't understand cornbread with your chili, but that's okay. Lord have mercy, yeah. man. He, the man. He has a gift. Even that food at the COVID party. That French toast. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That French toast. I said, Marie, you got to get that French toast. <laughs> that needed need no syrup at all? Oh, my God. Why wow, was that good? I ain't even oh, a French toast, toast person. Like, I've been some of the best French toast I've ever had for my life. Like, real talk. No yeah. lie. It, it was good. But the thing about me... And y'all know me since social media. Like, I, social media and me don't get along. Like, if y'all notice, like, I send y'all a video, I see something stupid, send it to y'all every day. But I rarely post. Mentally, I just don't even be thinking about that. You know, so I be like, man, because I, I barely post anyway. Uh, but I, I could do a better job with that. I got a, a partner, uh, Kim Brown. Y'all follow me, uh, got cake. He does cakes and stuff. Cakes off the train. He did a cake for my mama there for the anniversary. And I had every intention in my mind. I was like, take a picture of this cake, post it online. You know what I'm saying? Like, blah, 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 blah. And I said to do it. I never did it because, like I said, I just don't be thinking about it like this. Like right. I said, I, I do. But I tell people all day, I mean, listen to this, listen to this. Like, I got a lot of folks who, 
who say they listen. I, I don't like. I, I don't listen to the table too, but they be saying stuff we talked about, you know, all the time. And I be they tell people do whatever, but that's me in my mind. Like, okay, putting the word out there, but that's one, you know, few people that kind of go out there. I just don't think about it like that. And I do a terrible job of helping promote people's stuff, even on. Just mentally, I don't go to that place. I don't and, know why. And you know, I I, I would say that. The three of us, our social media presence is not that vast to where we're just posting, you know, because it'd be some people they post like every either once a day or all day, every day. And man, social media, like when you're trying to get that social media following, it, that's that's a job in itself. It is like. I've been I have been looking at this stuff where uh I actually, I bought this masterclass uh, of how to build your social media following and the work that you have to do. I started going through, you know, the, the class. I'm like, bro, you got to do all of this. And it's, it's something. And I, and I'm in, and, and I was like, man, I really have to, if I'm going to do this, I need to commit to being able to 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 uh increase my presence on social media. Uh which which is hard because when you're doing that you're putting yourself out there. And I you know, I ain't no public person like that. You know. Uh it's it's believe it or not, it's hard for me to do the stuff with my band. I be having stage fright like a mug. But I do it because I know it's a show. Don't do that, Greg. Don't do that. Uh, you, I have to put myself in that mindset to uh, have that stage presence and to not get nervous. And I, it's, 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 I just be a, I be a big ball of nerves before we go up there. But, uh, but yeah, I, you know. I, I going back to the thing about you know the person that we know talking about the scholarships. I had made a comment I was like, if my son played trumpet, I want him to get all the money. <laughs> and he he go reply again. I am not gonna give your child a scholarship based on your reputation. He got to work for. It. I'm like I'm just kidding, man. I'm being I'm, I'm joking. I said if if my son ever wants to play trumpet number one i will be happy number two i'm gonna make sure my son is a thousand times better than what i could ever be on that instrument so and if my son wants to if i can have anything to do with my son being successful in life i'm gonna make sure i point him in the right direction make sure he's prepared uh to do so and and that's that's the thing. We just have to make sure that our kid is prepared and just not putting them in some position where they're not prepared to succeed and maintain the business. Like I saw some people on the post saying that I don't care if my son don't know nothing. He go get my business or my daughter go get my business when I'm gone. And I'm like, so you just want your business to fail? And to to Idris Elba's point. Let's say he talked to the director or the casting director and was like, hey, I know the audition wasn't great. The chemistry was probably off. Let's put it in the movie anyway. 
and she does and a bad job, and she does she a bad job in the movie, which hurts the box office success of the movie. That hurts his box office draw. And hurts her future. And hurts her future. When he get looked at nothing else, because like he was bad in this movie, it was just some lines. <laughs> right. All you had to do was just act like you were scared. You couldn't even do that. You can't even run from no line, right? <laughs> Directly be like, cut, cut. What was that? Why are you, ma'am, why are you acting like you're getting shot? It's a lie. We gotta fix it. It's a lie. Bro, speaking of that, speaking of getting shot, I've been seeing people talk about the movies that be on Tubi, uh, like the, the black. So there's a new, I guess, black exploitation out. Now, because you remember the old black exploitation movies where you would see the boom mic at the top of the shot, or yeah. you probably would see like some cigarette smoke coming from behind the camera because the director smoking a cigarette or something like that, it, or it, the lighting be off or whatever. So now, there people have been posting these videos of these black movies on Tubi where. The guy has a gun and he's pointed at the girl and he shakes, he's shaking the gun, but he's pantomiming that he's shooting the gun and she is just convulsing like she's getting shot. And you see the CGI bullet shots or gunshots show up on her neck. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I'm gonna send y'all this video, man. It's it's hold on. I, I might have it. I might just have it saved on my Twitter because I just couldn't. I couldn't believe it. Where is it? This it. It's terrible. <laughs> But he's shaking the gun. Look at him. He's supposed to be shooting the gun. It don't. It don't. And this is a movie on Tubi. I I thought they was lying, but I looked it up. It's a legit movie on Tubi. Tubi have some good movies, but once you go down that rabbit hole of them black low budget productions, you be like, y'all could have just. Y'all could have kept this as a stage play. But um, last thing we're going to talk about, then we're going to get out of here. Well, I need to talk about this Arkansas police beating. Did y'all see it? No. Man, beat the brakes out there, dude, man. It was I'm real. Gonna... It was like a gang fight. What I don't understand is, is how the articles, that's the thing that be making me mad. I don't understand why people got to put the articles out there to say stuff. And and, and Corey might disagree with me, but you know how you how you okay like this part right here. <laughs> I, I just okay, it's talking about how the how the office recognizes the horrific nature of the activity portrayed by the video. Despite the activity that is shown in the video, these officers are presumed innocent at this time. Now, if, if, if you put in Arkansas in Google, Corey, it is like number two. Really? 
it, yes, it, it is. You definitely need to watch the video, and you definitely need to see what they doing to these men. Man, it was almost Rodney King. You right. It is number two. Man, they were slamming the dude's head into the ground. So, like, so they they were beating up a black guy. He wasn't black. I don't think. Okay. I think he is a man of color, but I don't know. I don't know for sure. Oh God! If he's a man of color, he real light skin, and if he white, he got a little tan. They is bouncing this man's head off the sidewalk, and that's what makes me upset because. What I'm sitting here reading actually said these words. The video, which appears to be recorded from a nearby car, shows officers holding down the suspect, later identified as, and they put his name on there, of Goose Creek. Where is public knowledge? John Randall work, work, I guess it's pronounced pronounced, pronounced Worcester of Goose Creek, South Carolina. One officer repeatedly punched Worcester in the head, grabbed him by the hair, and appeared to slam his face into the pavement. What do you appear? Man. See, I he don't like the man those type of words because it upsets me. The man is obviously beating this man's head up against the pavement. He's pulling his head by his hair. And slamming his head down on the pavement. This looks like a white guy. This is ridiculous. What do you have to investigate? I I, I just—they're presumed. These officers are presumed in something. So they're saying that that two officers are presumed innocent at this time. So they said two of the officers are suspended, right? Mm -hmm. With pay, with while they investigate, what what do you have to investigate? That's my it's thing. It's on videotape. Why why does this need to be presented to uh, an investigator? Like how many victim arrest? Have you done slammed this man head up against the pavement that many times? I I, I doubt if, if his hands mind. are behind his back. That man probably didn't know what he was no more. <laughs> the way they were slamming his head. <laughs> this is like a video I saw uh, the I other day. Lab, it looked like WWF for real. That's like what real life. It, it reminds me of this video I saw yesterday where the, the canine unit, the dog, is literally has his he he is chewing on the man's leg, chewing, and the police are telling this man, "Don't move, stop moving." How how do you expect me to not move in pain? I am trying to. You have your dog is gnawing at my at my leg, and you telling me to stop moving. How how can how? And you know what, what? What also trips me out is when the police, when you see, <laughs> when you see the police, uh, tase somebody, when they taser somebody, you ha- and they and they tell you to stop moving as they are actively tasing you. You have electricity going through your body. You better not breathe. How can you not move? 
if you have electricity going through your body. And, and you know what's crazy? I think I said this on, on the OFO podcast. Like, when people talk, when the Black Lives Matter movement was talking about defunding the police, Republicans were like, oh, that is so stupid. That is dumb. You cannot defund the police. Now, when this tough stuff with Trump, when he gets his house raided by the FBI, now they want to talk about defund the police. Defund the FBI. Defund the FBI, which is practically the national police. They the Don't national police. Benefit them, man. They are the federal police. It just like you said, Greg. It's only when it benefits them. It's it's crazy. All I know is whatever they found in that man's house. This is my thing. If you raid this man's house and you don't find nothing, why? Why do it? Oh, they knew they were gonna find something. I I hope they did. Because well, if they find that you know the stuff that he has, he can't. He won't be able to run for president. He won't. He won't be able to. If if they found that he violated whatever you know they say he violated, he he won't be able to run for president. So that would be the only silver lining to to them doing that. But uh, but. Yeah, it's that's crazy. They they are literally bouncing this man head. You remember on Ace Ventura? <laughs> you remember on the fight scene Ace Ventura when <laughs> he was bouncing that man head? Yeah, that's how yeah. they was doing that man. And they were beating man. It was like this is real life. Real life, it's not the movies. It's, it's, I mean, it appeared that he was getting his head bounced against the pavement. It appears. Yeah. What 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 what, 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 what you see? What else man, man? They was on the ground. They was out there making an and one mixtape with that man here, G. Bro, <laughs> it's to my loop. It's that, that's pretty brutal, for, even for twenty twenty. Oh baby, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's it's. And it don't matter what color he is. I don't care. Did they that's say not. what he was being arrested for? I ain't heard that part yet. Yes, they said that he. They get that the police officers got a call. All right. Let's go from the beginning. The incident began Sunday morning when officers responded to the convenience store to a report. So somebody called and reported that a man making threats in Mulberry. And that's about 140 miles northwest of Little Rock. The video, which appears to be recorded from nearby a by car shows officers holding down the suspect. Okay, they just go straight into that. But anyway, they got calls that the man was, was uh, I guess, saying threats to whoever was in that store. Uh-huh. And that's how it all started. He was jailed on complaints of second-degree burglary, resisting arrest, refusing to submit. Although I don't see how anybody can't submit after they head slammed up against the pavement three times. Possessing an instrument of crime, criminal trespass, criminal mischief, terroristic threatening, and second-degree assault, according to Arkansas State Police. That's and this, this, this happened when? Monday. So to, to last Monday 
Okay. Had to be last Monday. Okay. Man, I don't know about y'all, but if I'm gonna get in my face, my natural instinct is try to get my hands to protect my head. Is anybody holding my hands? But if they're in cuffs, um, because he does look like he's cuffed in 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 the video I'm looking at. They are they are on top of this man, and that's that's why we can't even see the man. We don't even know if he's black, white. We don't know what color he is. Nothing. I don't Not understand. People can get up when they on their face with handcuffs, but like their hands, hands are cuffed behind their back. It's hard to still get up. They cooking this, kicking this man in the face. Whenever I watch a video of somebody resisting arrest, more than often I'm seeing where the police officer is punching the people in, punching the the the. the suspect in the head, in the face, all of this stuff. I like, is this what they are teaching in 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 the academy as far as somebody that's resisting? The punch I guess I guess what they do in the academy in Mulberry, Arkansas, is they have a nineteen ninety two VHS tape converted to a DVD that they show of the Rodney King beating. And they tell them, listen, if a person resists arrest, this is what we do step by step. That was definitely Rodney King S. Watch this video and we'll, and this will show you how to treat a suspect that has resisted your arrest. Because <laughs> that's, that's the way they were beating that man. They beat that man. That, that's he was that's definitely crazy. He's definitely a white guy. Looking at the picture of him, because on the CNN article, they they have him, I guess, walking out with somebody, walking out of the. Uh, let me see what they say. Walking. They beat him. You know the, the statement they beat him like he stole something. They beat him like literally, he literally, like he stole second something. degree burglary. They beat him like, <laughs> black like he stole something. Hey man, y'all, Herschel Walker is in the news again. Nobody cares, Corey. But you gotta, you have to. The man has a psychosis. We don't want to pray for him. CT. <laughs> this dude said the uh, the inflation bill is all about the trees, and we got enough trees. I don't know something wrong with that man. C T E. Too many concussions. <laughs> This man, this man, so we got I know we don't want to talk about this. What's going on with Jack State? So now she do her. The whole Sanders family. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Yeah, all the, all the Sanders hurt. They was all in the training room. <laughs> the Sanders family is injured. I ain't heard nothing about Shadua now. Because I noticed, like when they kept doing the uh, the scrimmages, I was like, Shadua ain't getting no passes up. Then I was like, Oh, that man hurt. Mm. They say it's Shalom a is the only one that got working hands, fingers, toes, and legs. Yeah. They say it's a minor injury, though. They probably just hold it. I mean, fam, you played this weekend, guys. Like, this is football starts this weekend. They on TV, by the way. If you got ACC Network. Because I want to see what they're going to do against North Carolina. Because that's how I know how scared I need to be the following week. Mm. We're going to pray about it. There it is. Well, let's get out of here, yeah. fellas. Um, 
That's been another episode for us this week. You missed the uh, uncensored episode. You can always go back and listen to it because we ain't going to do it no more. So don't ask because I had somebody Follow ask. Me. And more reason to succeed on Instagram. Yes. Follow me at Greg the Great. And I ain't telling y'all because y'all don't care no way. And follow Corey at Dark Knight 151. Peace. Peace out.